in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the Outlaw Nation show, I am John Roca. Uh, this is not from the Outlaw Nation. Oh, sorry, from the Top Ten Show. Jesus Christ, sorry about that, y'all. From the Top Ten Show. <laughs> All right, today's Topic Thunder is brought to you by Settle the Score. <laughs> Why not? Um, seems fair. Seems fair. Uh, yeah. So, Thunder uh, <laughs> is a show that we just do for our patrons. Uh, <laughs> pre-pandemic, this used to be, you know, over there, only over at Patreon, but. Since everybody's sitting at home, we decided to open it up, but only patrons can send in questions and topics, and they can do that over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10, and there's a special email over there, and you can find it and send in, and it's at the $5 and above tiers to do that. I believe it is your turn to start, sir. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's get into it here. Looking forward to it for sure. So many great topics already we've discussed here on this show. This one's from Matt Jansen. Uh, let's see. There'll be three of them here. All right. So he, he has some follow-ups. So let's see. Let me see if I can read them real quick. Hey, Matt and John, the NFC East has been dreadful this season. He sent this on December 28th. And as of now, the conclusion of week 16, we will officially have a sub 500 team in the division, uh, win the division rather. I'm all for division champion qualifying for the playoffs, regardless of their record, but do they deserve to host a home playoff game? Should the 11 and five Buccaneers have to travel north to New Jersey to face the six and 10 Giants where a potential snowstorm could determine the outcome as a Giants fan? I find it crazy that my team could potentially win the division or end up with a top five draft pick. Both scenarios are entirely possible. Thanks for all the great content. Follow up email. Looks like it'll be the Washington football team instead of the Giants. The Eagles laid down like dogs. Well, Follow-up email. Hell of an effort, Washington football team. The breaks and officiating did not go their way. I guess my new question, since the first one is no longer relevant, who will be the Washington football team's quarterback next season? Do they draft one, roll with Heineke, or bring in another veteran? Cam Newton has been linked to them, but he looked rough this season. Love the content, guys. Thanks, Matt Jansen. Um, So my question is, let's start with you because it's your team. Yeah, well, I want to answer the first question, then I'll answer the second question. I think it should never change. If you win the division, those are the rules. Not because you did well in another division should you get to host mm-hmm. a playoff game. Fuck that. You didn't you, you you couldn't win your own division, so why should you get credit for not winning your own division? It's ridiculous. Uh we won our division, anybody wins a division, whatever the situation is, they have a right to host the playoff game. Just cuz you did better in your separate division, that's anarchy and I don't yeah. believe in it. Yeah. I had the Giants not, you know, won a Super Bowl as a wild card type of thing. I think if you're sub five, just like in the NBA, you don't yeah. make the playoffs. I don't give a shit if you're by technicality and they take the next best record of somebody who's actually good instead of letting. But it's nothing against you. Rules are right. rules. You guys made it in. I was happy you made it in over everybody yeah. else. Me too. I was. Uh, but what about what do you guys want to do about quarterback? Yeah, this is a weird situation because I mean, Deshaun, as as we're recording this, Deshaun Watson yesterday asked yep. to be traded, and so I don't know if we have a package to trade for Deshaun Watson. But that's the choice. That's he wants the to go to Miami. 
Yeah, but now he's saying the Jets. Now he said the Jets because well, they hired Salah coming over yeah. from from uh, from 49ers. So uh, someone that comes with a lot of pedigree and a lot of, uh, um, you know, I don't know, a lot of the players like him. Who, yeah, I was going to uh, say, dude seemed to like him. Like the yep. locker room chatter is, good guy, I would love to play for him. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a, a, a dumpster fire of a situation to go to the Jets, for God's sakes. And he just, and he's, he just left one. If he's going to leave the Texans, he's just about to leave one. Why would you go into another dumpster fire? It makes no sense. At well, least with the Washington football team, you've got Ron Rivera. You've got you, they just hired a, a black GM. They they're very much focused on diversity uh, and trying to make that happen within the administration. Yes, they're still owned by that <laughs> asshole Dan Snyder, but everything below Dan is actually working well, uh, and so uh, I think that's a possibility for him. For sure, and I think he'd bring free oh. agents to come play with him in Washington. Dude, I just love the. I mean, diversity is key at the old the the racist, the most racist name team. It's over. The team that's over. True. We don't have that name anymore. True. It just happened. We're less than a year into the. Oh, it's over. True, but. They've made a lot of positive moves with diversity, yeah. you know, to try to change the uh, uh, overall feeling and vibe of the team. Uh, and, you know, Dan Snyder deserves no credit for being 25 years too late at doing nope. this. But uh, the fact that this is happening, that's positive. And I want to focus on the positive of what they're doing uh, rather than dwelling on the stuff from the past. Like this is, and you can still point out stuff from the past, totally valid. But I think we got to focus on the future and positive things are happening here. So bringing in a black quarterback to lead the team, which we've had a history of doing, by the way, in in our in our in our uh, team, uh, would be in a great thing, especially someone as accomplished and incredible as Deshaun Watson. I don't want to see Cam Newton in the Washington Football Team colors. I like that Heineke kid, but that's also he played against a defense that had seen absolutely zero tape on that kid. Had no idea what he was sure. going to do, and he played well. Certainly held his own, and I got no disrespect for what he did. But I don't know if I want to hand my team over to a fourth round kid from ODU who played one game and surprised the defense. I don't know if I want to do that. So for me, I'd love us to get the Sean, but I don't think it's happening. I'd love it, but I don't think it's happening. I tell you though, I Heineke looks legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look like, you know, like uh if Tom Grady goes down, then suddenly another guy steps up behind him and they have a string of good games and the Patriots don't miss a step and be like, Okay, that's a lot of the system. Right. And they've been under him, so they know the plays and all that jazz, whereas Heineke is thrust into a situation in the playoffs, yeah, has no experience, and he just played with a poise that if you guys want to pass on him, I will happily as a Bears fan pick him <laughs> up and give him a run. Yeah. Uh, well, what if he's Matt Flynn? One good what game if, for Green Bay gets $50 million for nothing. 100%. He could be Gardner Minshew. Yeah. He shows flashes and he's just not good enough. I, I, yeah. yeah. The quarterback position is impossible. There's only five, six truly, truly elite yeah. quarterbacks, and there's 10, 10 to 12 that are good. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong, I, dude. You're Cam Newton's wrong. toast. You guys should never touch oh. him with a 100-foot pole. He's toast. Absolute His arm toast. looks like a, a fucking noodle. Yeah, and I don't need to see every time he scores when they're down by 24 fucking points. Superman? Ugh, like, you, fucker, you're down by 24 points. Yeah. What are you celebrating? Well, so, you're yeah, you did that with your legs more often than not, and you're a quarterback. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. look, it sucks, Cam. You were MVP not that long ago. Yeah. But for whatever reason, man, your arm is just shot. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's for, us, for us to run the offense that, that uh, Ron wants to run and his offense coordinator wants to run, it's not Cam Newton. Um, I don't even think it's Matt Stafford who's going to get injured now at the tail end of his career more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm sad that Philip Rivers retired. Rivers would have been a fun one run with him and Riverboat Ron. Both those guys love to gamble on the field. Fuck, I would have kind of loved that combo. Even if we went 6-10 and 10 again, it would have been fascinating to see the possibilities of that combo together for one year. I um, yeah. couldn't believe it. After his uh, retirement announcement, I was driving somewhere and listening to talk radio. Yeah. And they were having a heated discussion as to whether or not he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. What were you Because Winston and I battle about this on Game Time. Are you, do you think he's in all of them? No-brainer. I think so too. No he, was, he was like, it's ridiculous. No way. I don't think so. And I'm like, he goes like, he never even made a championship or he made only one championship appearance. I'm like, but if, it doesn't matter. He was yeah. so good. If you ever watched him play, it wasn't his fault. Yep. Yep. Agreed. I and he played him. that championship, Matt, with a fucking broken tibula or tibia or whatever. He, he, yeah. He when played. LT sat down and, uh, for some undefined, uh, but yeah, All I think right. he blew out his knee in that yeah. game. Like he didn't have an ACL or something. Yeah, that's it. He played with a torn ACL. Yeah, the whole championship game. Instantly. Still went out there and still played pretty damn good. Like he always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only thing he's better than at football is churning out kids. Like <laughs> that's it. He is a Hall of Famer. If if yeah. he's, he's down, Dan Fouts. Yeah, great point. Dan Fouts. Yes, that's a He's, great, great fucking point. Dan Fouts. Yes. You don't blame Dan Fouts for his team sucking. He was good. It's like, yeah. you know, people that want to, uh, you know, oh, Marino, you know, one of the best, but never won a championship. Be like, name me the skill positions that played with him. Yeah, right. Like, I know some of the, the names, best. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The like, best of what he got is third string for Montana. Right. I mean, Duper and Clayton were great receivers for sure. But, but their best shot was beating the Skins in 82. That was their best shot to he was, what, a win a Super Bowl. Yeah, when he, was, he wasn't even on the team. David Woodley was there on the team. Uh, it was later than when he was with when he beat when he played San Francisco. But they, they either the defense let them down or they never had a running game. And that was always the thing that they could just sit back the defenders because they didn't have to stack the box because they always had a shitty running game. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, Shula could never get himself a strong running back on that team when Marino was in his prime. Well, please let Winston know that he is categorically wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Flat out. Because I would argue, and I argued back, I said, I would put Philip Rivers in over Eli. If I yeah. had to choose between the two, I would put Philip Rivers in over Eli. Yes, he won two Super Bowls. Yes, he beat Tom Brady. Um, but for a, a, most of those other seasons or a lot of those other he was, seasons, he was crap. He was not good. Yeah. yeah. He was not good. Yeah. But he has the two Super Bowls over the mighty Patriots. And uh, he has the Manning name. Yes. And he was the franchise quarterback in the largest media market in the country. Right, right. And in the world. And just like he's got a lot on his side. So yeah. he is going to make it. But yeah, I would take Phil Rivers over Eli Manning every day of the week. Yep. Every day. Not even question it. Eli, Phil Rivers was a better quarterback. A thousand percent. I think uh, I think Phillip Rivers under Tom Coughlin wins yeah. those Super Bowls as well. Now, I if you want to say like if Matt Stafford was retiring with the same number of seasons as Phil Rivers and be I like, don't, yeah, I don't Matt Stafford's not a Hall of Famer to me. Nope. I don't think so either. Not uh, even really close in my mind. Yeah, whereas Phil Rivers, dude, if you watched him, like he was he was a gamer and yep. he was always yeah. put it this way, I 
every year for fantasy for the past like eight years. Yeah. He is either my first or second quarterback taken. Smart choice, man. It is. Smart and choice. in that in that league, I've made the championship six out of the past nine years. Wow. And he is always one of my two quarterbacks. Now, this year I didn't do it right? because uh, I was curious as to the Colts, but he also got taken around earlier than I was willing to take him. Right. But the guy's a winner. Mm-hmm. Just he's consistent. He gives you more touchdowns than interceptions, tons of yards. Uh, his teammates respect him. He's a He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, plus he can talk crap without cussing. Yeah, I know those. <laughs> I watched that what eight minute video they did on him, showing all the times he t- talked mess to everybody, and I'm just like, this is just incredible. It's ridiculous. <laughs> incredible. I met him when he was like a second year guy, oh, third year nice. guy. Yeah, and in no way he looked, you know, he looked like uh, just a lanky tall dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, was not you know buff and any of the. He's slaves. a country boy, man. He's a country boy. Yeah, I know he's going to go coach uh, high school football now. Yeah, yeah, I, I think there's the possibility he works his way up into the NFL someday, man. I mean, I, I don't see him coaching college. I think he wants and it. Boom. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe just because he's got all those kids. Yeah. The last thing he wants to do is be spending even more time away from them, which he arguably would do as a coach versus a player. Spend even more time away from them. Yeah, high school is only going to ask so much of a commitment, and it's back to the roots of football. And yeah. You know, guys playing for the right reasons, so to speak. I just want him rolling up on a ref. That's bull hockey. Yeah. That's bull dicky. That is bull dicky. And I just want to see that on the NFL sideline. When I heard that the first time, I was like, it doesn't cost. Wow. Um, You know, because there's a reason they don't mic up the players. Right. right. You don't get a raw feed of the mic'd up players. (laughs) But the sentiment is there. He's just not using those cuss words. But the sentiment is the same. But at the same time, I mean, uh, the sheer number of N bombs that get dropped during a game. Oh, yeah. It's, I couldn't even, I can't even imagine how many. No. There's a reason they don't mic up. And tr- it, it, I've heard it in basketball games when the crowd mic is a little too close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, especially uh, over the last year, man. Some of those. Oh, yeah. There's no, <laughs> when there's no crowd. Now they're droning out. But for those, if you ever happen by chance, and if you're a fan of basketball, you already know this, but if yeah. you happen to have on a Portland Trailblazers game, when Carmelo Anthony goes up for a rebound, he yells, get that, uh, uh, get the fuck out of here, and either drops a motherfucker or drops an N-bomb Oof. or drops, and I've heard it. I've heard them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, even to his own teammates. It's just it's part of his rebounding habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's any kind of contested rebound. Just get the fuck out of here, and then just drop something on the end. And you're like, I can only. What what is the mic missing? Uh, That's a good point. Like, what else is going on? Mm-hmm. What else is being said? <laughs> oh man, I, I you know, uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. It's been a year, but I bet Kobe had some had some zingers, man, that were you know yeah. flames for sure playing the game. As competitive as he was. Yeah, I rewatched his uh, 81 olive martini commercial with Jalen Rose the other day. So good. <laughs> so good. How many olives do you want in that 81? Just dead-eyed stares. And they just cut back and forth between the two. It's a great piece of comedy. <laughs> uh, 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 did I ask yeah. you this already? Have you already watched Have you watched the Tiger Woods doc yet? Or no? Have you not I watched it? I have not watched it. You, you asked about it. I have okay. not. 
No yeah. worries. No worries. Just wanted to ask. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of sports stocks that are out right now. So, I mean, when I get one, I consume it like a motherfucker, man. So I like put on the bib. I get the steak knife out. I just, I, I love sports documentaries, man. I love the 30 for 30s, but I guess I don't, I don't know if I, well, that's not true though. I watch a bunch of like Icarus and yeah, Icarus is good. Yeah. yeah. Icarus is good. Yeah. Uh, won the Oscar, but yes. Um, I didn't there's, think a, was, there's a new one about the women's gymnastics one called Athlete A that's on Netflix about that Larry Nasser guy who abused all the female gymnasts. And I'm gross. Like, maybe I'll watch this because they have uh, gymnasts talking about it. And so, I mean, to kind of I want that, to watch. Know, yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. The anger of it all. And the gross and just like that. How did this go on for so long? Right, right. How did Jeez, the, people how are disgusting. The, gymnastics federation allowed to go on when they knew yeah yeah, yeah and just like oh we could sweep it under the rug and you're like oh man that is the worst solution to this problem i don't know if i mentioned this before but a good one you might want to watch matt on hbo is women of troy which is the um oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot about that one that is so so good and it's like i think an hour and 15 nice. but it is so good man and uh i, I was surprised it was just like working on something one day in the office and I was just tooling around. I found it. I was like, yeah, sure. Let's see what happens. USC women's basketball team. I remember how powerful they were. And then you just watch it. It's incredible. Just incredible documentary. Uh, Yeah. But I'm always dubious of those. It's like, it's the U S women's team crushing in world cup. Well, the rest of the world hasn't had time to train athletes to really create a competitive level playing field. Right. So I'm not denigrating, but to say like, oh, she's the greatest women's player of all time. Be like, the sport's only been around at this level for a very short amount of time. It's like when Ronda Rousey, she's the greatest women's fighter of all time. Be like, how many actual yeah, women right. have had enough professional fights to be in this discussion? It seems uh, like we're jumping the gun on calling her the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas tennis players, for sure, we can have that discussion because oh, we yeah. have 80 That's years of. Yeah, and I have zero problem with saying Serena's the best of all time. Yeah, yeah. Or if you want to give me Navratilova or... or even Steffi. Even yeah. Steffi. A lot of people like Steffi, yeah. Or, uh, uh, oh, shoot, what's her name from the 70s? Uh, bubbly, blonde. But Chris uh, Ever? Chris Ever, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, you know, Billie Jean King for you know, sure. breaking the, the, the barriers. And, like, that's there's enough of a track record where we can have this discussion. Yeah. You can go all the way back to um, Margaret Court, for God's sakes, if you really want to go all the way back. Yeah, I don't even think I know who that is. <laughs> so was that back when it was like a on grass courts and everybody wore like long white dresses? <laughs> they played with the wooden rackets. Yes, uh-huh. it was. Yes, it was. And it was, you know, <laughs> lawn ball or whatever the fuck they called it at that point. And it was a genteel game. Yeah, she was Australian. Australia. Okay. We're still well, alive. Yes, I, I don't think. remember her. We're still alive. Margaret, yes. Margaret She's, Court? Yeah, Margaret Court. Yes. Yeah, 78 years old. She retired in seven, 1977. Played from mm-hmm. 60 to 1977. Won 192 titles. Wow. Uh, during I don't know her Open name. That's crazy. Era. Yeah. She won the Australian Open. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven times. The French Open five times. Wimbledon three times. And the U.S. Open five times. So, yeah. Well, that's impressive because that's every different court style. Yep. Uh, but this, you could argue, though, as great as she was, you could make the kind of same case where how many female 
tennis athletes were as good as she was or how many female yeah, tennis at that time at that that were at the level that she was that she could yeah. have a rivalry i don't know i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe there's a tennis historian who's listening or watching us matt who'd be like well there were there were these 10 and I'm like, okay fine but i don't know of any besides her true they were at that level right. it's like when when people hold up the boston celtics the early run of like oh, they right. were the best and be like Dude, the playoffs were one round, and then the finals for a yeah. bunch of those years, guys smoked. Yeah, like, plus Bill Russell's on the fucking team. Like they didn't have twenty Bill Russells for all the other yeah. teams. There was one Bill Russell. They during the off season, they're like you know door to door salesmen and shit. Yeah, right, like, right. <laughs> they're working in. How am I? Yeah, it's it is a championship, but to say that those guys compete with today's just oh, like you're insane. no fucking way. They destroy them. Destroy yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just like uh, I'm sorry. The level of competition. Do I think Bill Russell could translate? Yes, I think he's got a damn good shot. Yes, I think the others. Good. It's like a case by case scenario. Well, right. for sure, I have zero because his athleticism is, you know, second to none. Yeah. Um, what about Koozie? You think Koozie? But possibly. But also, when you go back and watch those, like the deliberate one hand dribble style as oh, they yeah, run yeah. around, it's like a, such a weird dude. You get your pocket picked. Yeah. Every time down the court now, there's just no way around that. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so, yeah, it's always whenever from the early iterations of a sport, and they're like, dude was the greatest. Yeah. But for some reason, I don't hold that standard to like Babe Ruth. Yeah. I mean, I kind of do now in retrospect, especially, you know, we just lost Hank Aaron. Um, yeah. You know, Babe Ruth played how many years without black people being in the game? I, you know, the, I think any True. of those records from that time don't have the same that's validity. That's that's my yeah. point. I mean, I still respect and revere them as great ball players, but I you, how can you remove the fact that there were no black ball players until Jackie Robinson came into the league? What is that 62 when yeah. he came in? So it's like I come guess on. Partly what I was saying is I think Babe Ruth could still translate. Well, right, because there were p- players that, of equal quality at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. No, I'm just saying like to today's game. Oh, oh, you say he could play today. Yeah, yeah. Stick yeah, him at first so. base. I guess so. Yeah. Stick him at first base and just like you don't have to do shit. You can still be fat. Would you DH him? No, no, you don't DH yeah, him. If you run, like send sending someone to run for him. If oh, you got pinch to, runner. Yeah, pinch sure. runner. Pinch run him. Yeah, you'd have to pinch run him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, DH him. Just keep him in the AL and be like, you don't have to do anything. Just hit the ball. You see but that? I, I think you could that. do it. Yeah, just that's yeah. all you gotta do is hit the ball. It's what you're yeah. good at. I think Mickey uh, Mantle too. Joey DiMaggio. I think a lot of those. Sure. Ted Williams. I think a lot of them would translate to nowadays too, for sure. Yeah, I think ba- baseball is a different... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because you know, it's been around too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, plus it's basically you're just playing yourself. Right, right. I mean, you're squaring off against a pitcher, but it's a lot of mental and it's one-on-one, whereas basketball and football, it's team dynamic, it's athleticism, it's speed, it's... Yeah. Yeah. There's so many other things. Although power is up now and uh, I'm sure pitching overall is faster now, but Maybe. Uh, anyway. Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. Well, that was a good first question on this one, Matt. You want to take our next one? Sure. Uh, <laughs> from you. John Labua. Yeah. Uh, says, hey, guys, I hope your 2021 is off to a good start. You guys, uh, your guys' episode on things you miss about going to the movies made me wonder, will we ever see a billion-dollar grossing movie ever again? Personally, I think people will slowly trickle back into theaters through the next couple of years, but there will be a substantial part of the population that will be so accustomed to streaming that they may never go back to theaters with the same frequency that they used to. So do you guys think 
theater going will ever get back to a point where we have movies making a billion dollars at the box office? And if so, when? Thanks, Sean Labua. Matt, it's a great question. Um, My answer is this. My offer is this. Nothing. No, my, my answer is this. I think that it will, as Sean points out here, I think it'll be a bit before we see a billion dollar movie because of that and because of the vaccination situation already and i don't i don't want to bring any politics into this but already you're hearing the reports you're seeing the reports of um vaccines being thrown out because they've um uh, you know they've gone past their sell by date so to speak because yeah. they've been unfrozen and let out um, you're already seeing the rollout. It was a very clumsy rollout from the Trump administration. They fucked that all up. Uh, and Biden's administration has come in and taking looks, taking a look and seeing how uh, far behind the eight ball they really were and how incompetent they were in rolling out the vaccine situation. So I think it's going to be a, a while before people feel comfortable or safe going back into the movie theater because this isn't the flu man i know when they try to denigrate it initially oh it's just the flu they're making a big deal out of it people mm-hmm. are fucking dying man at exorbitant numbers exorbitant levels um and so i i think people feel very afraid especially older people and especially people who have who have who live or take care of older people certainly there's an incredible fear that uh you know they go to a movie and contract this thing and pass it on to a loved one who is of older age or has compromised somehow physically and could damage or kill them and so i think people are hesitant i think it'll be a while um and yeah so that's it because you got to open the theaters and do people want to be sitting next to each other in large numbers i don't think those and a majority of the people go see movies i think you would argue a majority of people go see movies are probably left leaning and so uh would they want to be in a movie theater with other people crammed in i don't think so so I think I think Sean's right. It'll be a couple of years until this thing really gets under control and we really roll this thing out and do the vaccine correctly that people will feel comfortable uh, coming going to a movie theater again in large numbers. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so there was a report that came out, and I can't remember which country it was, whether it was – and it was an Asian country, so it was either – China, South Korea, or Japan, but they opened up theaters for the first time and they yep. sold out everything. They were packed theaters. Right. And all the, the reports from theater uh, managers were, we expected to be busy, but this is bananas. Like we're adding showings type of thing. Right. There so was. I think, yeah, I think that kind of, and that was over, I think it was last weekend or two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the demand is out there, but yeah, until we all, you know, have been vaccinated and there's herd immunity, right. uh, I don't really see it happening, but uh, I, as we get back to kind of somewhat normal a year from now or whatever, whatever the case is, then HBO Max is not going to be getting all the best streaming movies. It's going to go back to theaters because they can make more money. Unless it turns out though, they they posted the the numbers of new subscriptions and yeah. maintaining subscriptions. So it could be more advantageous for them long term to do like this dual release type yeah. of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. where they make their money at the theater on top of the subscription service and they still maintain that subscription and yeah. it kind of cuts into AMC's, you know, and others subscription money yeah. uh, where they were getting it from people. So I do think it'll inevitably happen just as a question is when, but right. you're right in the vaccines. Um, 
you know, need to be rolled out fully and it's going to be a while. And we're only at 6% and change, maybe 7% here in the States of vaccinated people overall. Right. Uh, and I'm fucking so dead last on the list here in Los Angeles. It's going to be forever. <laughs> yeah. And Catherine's got more priority than I do because she's an essential worker and she's interacts with people more often. And she just hits criteria. Whereas when I looked it up and just like, you sit at home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You sit at home. You're not essential. You're not getting a vaccine. And I wasn't trying to to find a way to get. I was just curious. Where am I? Yeah. And of the X number of million people, like I was dead in the last tier of the tiers. Yeah. Like, okay, it's going to be a while. There was a report that this uh, CEO of a Canadian casino uh, company. Yes. Him and his his, uh, young ass actress wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Flew to the middle of nowhere and acted yeah. like they they were part of a staff at this motel a couple mm-hmm. towns over, and everybody God. found it really. They were stupid about it too. Apparently, they got the vaccine and immediately like, "Hey, can anybody give us a ride to the airport?" And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least Uber. Yeah, at least Uber. Yeah, that's a, the report I read. Where ah. they asked, openly asked, "Can somebody give us a ride to the airport?" Like, <laughs> fucking, are you that stupid? Uh, or go yeah. back to the hotel, hang out for the hotel for like a day or two and then leave. Well, and it's, it's a, um, if I, re- if I read the story correctly, it's a small town with a predominantly large, like uh, native Canadian population, yeah. kind of like native American, native Canadian population there. So it's, it's perplexing yeah. how they were able to slide in, well, uh, and get they, qualified. For that. They said it was because. They, you know, it's like a, a rural hospital on some level. Yeah, uh, yeah. They came to this community and then other communities came in f- to them <laughs> instead of them traveling to all the small because they're just all too small. Yeah. So there was no way to verify where all these people were from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people were coming in and they were like, who's the who's the white couple no one's ever seen that says they work? At the motel, no one's ever seen them in this town type of, right. but they were like one town over or something. Yeah. So it was just that. It was like, you know, the they went to the middle of nowhere and other people uh, from other aspects of that nowhere came into that small town. Yeah. And they reported them immediately as soon as they got the yep. vaccine and saw them. They were like, wait yep. a minute. So, yep. But so the problem like, is I'm, the fine is $900. The fine is nothing, Matt. It's exactly. Nothing. I think if, when, if, yeah. I was going to say, someone brought it up once, like you should make a fine, like a speeding ticket, be a percentage of your overall wealth, like of your 2019 tax return. Say you, you've, you said for the sake of argument, yeah, uh, you made $10,000 just because it keeps the numbers nice and round and easy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. Then 1%. Yeah. And that's, that's what you got to pay of your $10,000 or, you know, whatever. So if you made a hundred dollars, 1%, okay. Then your fine is $1. Right. But if right. you made a thousand dollars, your fine is a hundred dollars yeah. and it just, it scales up. So it takes into the count. Hey, if you're poverty stricken, you should have to pay less than somebody who's worth millions. Yeah. $900 is nothing. Right. Right. So how I does think- that stop the guy? It doesn't. That's the, that's the problem. And I think with something like this, where you're taking the back, because they can't take it back out of your body. With you done something like this, they should just put you in jail for five years. Fuck it. You want to take this chance? Go ahead. That's that seems excessive. Five years. I, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of that argument. Like people break the rules all the time because there's not excessive punishment. There should be excessive punishment to put them in. Why not? People stop doing it. Um. 
you got the first one. We'll make sure you get the booster. And then you're required to volunteer at a hospital. Like you have to volunteer for a hundred hours at a hospital and work with COVID patients. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't want that original anyway, near my shit. Like he's entitled asshole. So yeah. five years in jail is really punitive for, okay. if you say so, it's getting a vial. I mean, he they don't the line. These rich motherfuckers never learn unless you punish them really hard. Because they always think they can get away with everything. And if you don't punish them hard, they're always just going to buy their way out of every situation. And Go so, send them to work at a morgue. No. Here's what you jump solitary. the line to get away from. Put them in solitary for five years. Won't do it again at that point, will you? I'm just saying. I'd stay. That just seems overly harsh. You're a more, you're a more lenient ruler than I am. And in, in the nation, there's none of that crap in the nation. Five years. Um. <sighs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Let's well, there you out. go. <laughs> Let's get out of here. All right. Well, the, thank you so much uh, for the questions we got here on the show on this uh, episode of Topic Thunder. Really appreciate it. Uh, please don't jump the line and get yourself vaccinated if you don't need to. For God's sake, no. have some respect for the yeah. people who do need Hang to. Hang out in the rear with me and the cool kids. Exactly. I'm sure I'm there too. I just work from home myself. Uh, but yeah, give, give us, uh, give it, uh, you know, do the right thing. But yeah, thank you all so much for uh, watching or listening to this episode of Topic Thunder. Uh, Matt, what do we have to tell them? Uh, make sure if you, uh, if you're a patron and you submitted questions for this, if you're $10 and above, we're going to be doing our live show on yeah. February 18th and we'll be posting a private link that you can follow and go to that and uh, we'll be interacting with you guys and doing all kinds of fun stuff uh, but uh, it's coming at uh, February 18th at uh, noon Pacific Standard Time so please join us over there we'd love to see you love to have you and I uh, uh, can't wait for that it's going to be a lot of fun and you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost that's right you're going to get a chance to watch us do the show there'll be no editing we rarely edit so it's just us doing the show live mm -hmm. you're going to get to watch it for the first time ever if you're a $10 above patron that's a gift you're going to get. And Matt, uh, Matt uh, we're going to be doing more of these if it goes well. So yeah. that'll be a huge perk for those of you who are $10 above patrons to be able to watch us, essentially watch us make the sausage in the kitchen. And then we drop the audio of the episode and the video of the episode for everyone else the following Tuesday the uh, or the upcoming time. Tuesday. Yeah, the normal time. So it'll be there uh, for people to watch or listen to again. But you'll get to watch us live do the show and maybe come in at the end with some comments or questions. We'll see. Uh, all right. That's it. Follow Matt and Matt knows. Follow me at the Roca says, uh, and then uh, we'll talk to you next time. Another brand new episode of topic. Thunder.